Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am, of course, your host, Michael Sherlock. And all month long, as you know, in May, we're talking about Mindful May. And that's everything from meditation to mindfulness practice to just making sure we're taking care of our own mental health. And uh, not only I think is that important, but especially as we come out of a pandemic, we have a great opportunity to really take a good look at how we're all doing. And my guest today Mm -hmm. is going to have a very unique perspective on this. So Mia Hewitt is a master business coach and she heals trauma. And I think we can all guarantee no matter how much trauma any of us might've had before this, we've all gone through a universal trauma of a pandemic. Now she's co-owned and operated a seven-figure business. She's an international speaker and a world-class business coach. She's also the founder of Aligned Intelligence, which is a methodology that removes all blind spots, which would be important for all of us, fear and anxiety, and something that is always at the back of many of our heads, self-doubt, that in the end leaves people through aligned intelligence to feel free to be me. And this allows her clients to stop secretly struggling and live in alignment with their dreams so that they can scale to six and seven figures in a very fast way. Now, she's had a lot of experience Mm -hmm. and in her 30s, she actually was also at the helm of a multi-million dollar company. She had happy kids, a gorgeous house, but somehow didn't still feel good enough. And I think we all have some of that in us, in every part of us. And I think sometimes just being able to say it, it's important. Along the way, she read every personal development book she could get her hands on. She took every course. She paid to be in the VIP sections of anything that was going to help move her to the next level, hired some of the best coaches in the world, but no one could help her figure out what she was missing. And that's when she figured it out. It really wasn't something outside of her. She had to find it all, but she had to find it within her. And that is really what moves her to do more. She's helped hundreds of entrepreneurs who've also known that they were meant for more. And she's sharing her secrets in her new book, Meant For Me, which explains how to stop secretly struggling, awaken your full potential and discover who you are. So (laughs) big, big, big bio. Mia, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. I think, you know, it's hard sometimes with people's bios because I read them and I'm like, I want to say everything in there. And then I like, you're like, oh, wow, I've got a lot to do. Too much. Yeah. (laughs) But I think that uh, I I love your story about, you know, you facing your own sense of, hey, I've achieved all this. Look at all the great things I have, but there's still something missing. And I think that that's something that not only a lot of people struggle with, but especially after this last year when businesses were hit hard and people's jobs were hit hard and families were, you know, torn apart, um, not just from lost loved ones, but not being able to see loved ones. And, and so there's a lot of trauma that I think people are experiencing. So I'm curious to, to learn more from you, but I gave some highlights to your bio. Tell us a little bit more in your words about you and your business and how you truly yeah. help people to shock their potential. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, when I was about, I think the what I would want to know if I was a listener, like, why should I listen to you? Like, what what is it that you have uncovered? Well, what I would like to know that I would I would have liked somebody to have told me what happened was when I was about five years old, I was playing in my room and I remember hearing my father calling me. And I could tell by the sound of his voice, he meant business. And mm -hmm. so um, of all the people that I were was afraid of in my household, my father was the one who scared me the most because I could never tell Michael, like when something was gonna trigger him and set him off. Like on one moment, he could be this real gregarious, like funny um, personality. And then the next moment in a split second, it's like something could set him off and somebody was gonna get hurt. So I always felt like I had to walk around on eggshells. And so I remember him inviting me out this day. It's like, oh, I want us to go outside together. And I remember thinking like, why? Like, why does he want me to go with him? Because I wasn't really his favorite. I was kind of like the girly girl. And my older sister was like the boy he like never really had. Cause there's, you mm -hmm. know, three girls at the time, there's a total four now, but um, at the time. So I remember thinking, why does he want to spend time with me? And I remember, but then feeling like, wow, like I'm so special. Like, look, like he's choosing me to go outside. And I remember we went outside and my father said, you know, which one of these is your favorite chicken? And I was like, oh, that's easy, right? I loved this one in particular. Her name was Henny oh, no. Penny. And I was like, oh, she's my favorite because anytime I went outside, she always would come over to me and always see what I was doing. And I would go find her worms. Anyway, long story short, my father says as plain as day, good then that's the one we're gonna kill today. And I remember in that moment, Michael, my, my whole mind became like working over speed, right? Like I became so confused. I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't know what to say. I wanted it all to stop. I remember hearing someone scream and then realizing it was me. And then I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, I've done something horrible. Right. Like this is all my fault. Like. Yeah. I froze, my mind went blank. And in that moment, my life changed forever. And you see that day I decided people don't really mean what they say. Mm -hmm. You can't trust anyone, not even your own father and the world. Well, it's not a safe space, right? Yeah. So what I vowed that day at five years old that I was never gonna let this happen to me again. And so I built these walls around myself and didn't let anyone in for years. and even decades, I just never knew back then, Michael, that the walls that I built to protect myself would become my greatest limitations for my life and my business, mm -hmm. right? And, and like when it comes to like what you're saying about the pandemic and everything that's happening in the outside world of environment, what I find is that whatever the person's original trauma was, Mm -hmm. gets in heightened, gets in, like it's put in our face more, like everywhere we don't trust people, everywhere we don't trust others, everywhere we don't trust ourselves and we doubt our own self. Because that day when that happened to me, I didn't think, oh, dad's just having a bad day or, oh, dad is just actually trying to teach me something to be tougher in the world. I didn't yeah. think any of those things. No, I, no, I internalized it to mean, Clearly, this is all my fault because right before this moment, my life was beautiful and, you know, my chicken that I loved was alive. And then after this moment, that was all taken away in an instant. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, that 
that is what creates the self-doubt. That's when I broke my trust. That's when I stopped believing in everything. And so I just want to say that although it can appear that we've had many traumas, because since that day, I've had many different events that will feel like the same trauma over and over again. They're just different versions, different faces, different places, different situations, but ultimately it will ultimately feel like the same betrayal. Does that make sense? So yeah. sometimes there's the symptoms like of the, the thing, the patterns that will continue. It's not, it, they're all coming from the one fundamental trauma in the way that we perceived life at that moment, mm -hmm. that all of the rest of the traumas then become the filter we live into. And so that's the reason why understanding all that, having that awareness and understanding, that's the reason why the rich get richer and the poor get poor, right? Like when you think about that in terms of the filter that what we live through, then what we see, we only see if we're living in that trauma, we only see more people not to trust. We only right. see more right. that we don't yeah. see the opportunities. We don't see where the money is. We don't see how we could change our business in, the, in a second and produce more value during a pandemic. Because here's the really cool thing about now that I understand all of how life works and how we work as an individual and how to really live our full potential. And the key is that the really dichotomy, if you will, of it all, it's paradoxical, but like to awaken is to see, right? Like the, you know, I'm known as the awakened entrepreneur because people will come through and they like, are like, oh my gosh, I am so awake. I see everything. But here's what's paradoxical. In order to see, you have to first see where you're not awake. Right, right, exactly. Oh my gosh, right? So the very thing, the reason the trap continues is because in order to get out of the trap, we actually have to pull back and first realize we're in a trap. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And I, as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, that five-year-old that you were and thinking about, you know, the woman in her thirties, you know, at, you know, hugely successful company and kids and yeah. beautiful home and all that where you're, yeah, like this is all going to just go away in an instant anyway. And it'll be my fault because I love That's this it. stuff or because I made this happen. That's and exactly wow. right. That's, That's exactly powerful. right. So it's so powerful because you're, you're, you're brilliantly spot on because it, my first company, which that was my first company, I did it from completely survival. So it was always the fear of it was going to be taken away. Something's going to happen. Something's not going to work right. Or something's going to, you know, now I've done the second company from completely healed the trauma completely from freedom and ease and flow. And it doesn't look that way. I'm not mm -hmm. afraid of anything being taken away because I've healed the emotional trauma that was getting in the way consistently. Another way to hear it is I say to them oftentimes is we can't think greater than how we feel, right? So yeah. it's not the strategy. Yes, it takes, you know, building a, a six and seven figure business is there's a strategy and there's a tactic to it, but that's not what take people out because there's Google for that, right? Yeah. That's not what stops us. It's not logical. What actually stops us is emotional. And so mm -hmm. if we don't heal this emotional side of ourselves, mm -hmm. we actually limit our potential. We limit 
our ability to think, to see um, exactly where the opportunities are. And that is the biggest thing. And what happened is because when we go after our dreams, right? When like how we take, you know, I, I, let me back up a second. For anyone listening, wherever you are, if you're in a car or if you're in a home, if you just take a moment and you look around wherever you are, I want you to consider whatever you see is actually that in order for that to be created, somebody held that idea, held it as an intention, took it from an idea into a thought form, took action upon it consistently until it became, you know, materialized into reality. So everything is operating from inside out. Nothing, nothing is created outside in. Uh, yeah, I never thought nothing. of it that way. Nothing. And why this is so important is the illusion is, or the misunderstanding and the misconception is, is that anything outside of us can be happening to us rather than it's inside of our own creation. Not, not that we're aware that we're creating it, but that right. it's in our own creation because we held the intention, we held the focus on it. And then, then felt the feelings of what that felt like and then consistently worried upon that, which will then materialize that into reality. So the, the other way of saying this is, the thing that you would wanna know most about the mind is once the mind decides it has a problem, it will go to protect that problem. It will mm -hmm. prove itself right, mm -hmm. even when it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It reminds me, I strangely enough of uh old Saturday night live skit with Al Frankel where hey, he really? was like, yeah. Cause he was doing, it was from the seventies or eighties or something. And, he, and it was at the time, you know, people were doing all positive self-talk and he's looking in yeah. the mirror going, you are smart. You are brilliant. You are handsome. And, you know, and it's this kind of parody off of, of you know, having manifestations, but you could tell his character either really didn't believe it or was no. completely delusional anyway. So yeah. therefore yeah. And, and I love that you're pointing that that out because this is not positive thinking. So positive thinking doesn't work. And here's why. Because what is stopping us is not coming from the logical. It's coming from the emotional, right? Yeah. So you mm -hmm. can tell yourself logically, oh, you're, you're smart, you're beautiful, you're this, you're that. But you feel not beautiful, not smart, not good enough. And what's happening is because everything is energy everything is energy and and like let's feel that it's not a woo-woo thing like everything is created by the universal law of cause and effect meaning me being each one of us is a cause then whoever we're being as a cause then creates a ripple effect right which then will reverberate back to us right so every cause has an equal and opposite reaction every action has an equal and opposite reaction or an effect or consequence to that cause so that's why when we beat up on ourselves and we don't think we're good enough we only get more evidence that shows why we're not good enough or people who yeah. beat up on us or feel justified we we right. prove ourselves right based on the universal law of cause and effect, because we don't understand the way the world really works. Right. Wow. 
Okay. So when we come back, we're going to dive into how yeah. we can uh, deal with that. Cause now okay. I know what the problem is. <laughs> and now the question is how do we fix it? So we're going to take a quick it? break. Take a quick break. We'll hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Top Dog Learning Group LLC is a leadership change management and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in Orlando, Florida, but with top doggers, aka consultants throughout North America and beyond. They focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, keynotes and lunch and learns, group and one-on-one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5M L S six and enter the code Brazil 50 off in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we are back with Mia Hewitt and Mia. Okay. So as I was thinking about, uh, I, I selfishly, I was thinking about yeah. a part of my head that is stuck right now in, in part of, uh, kind of my business, um, element. And so I'm thinking, okay, that's right. Cause I keep, you know, going between no, you can do this. You've got so much positive energy. Okay. But, ah, oh, but you're still haven't made it work yet. You know, just yes. kind of that, that back mm. and forth dialogue. So how do we break this? How do we, yes. how do we become, how do we move out of the, the self negative talk and really, you know, get us into forward and open Absolutely. You know, forward progression. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to say definitely, I'm going to say for everyone listening, because I'm going to sum up as much as I can in this few seconds, but I will tell you, read the book because, you know, in the book meant for more, um, stop secretly struggling and become a force to be reckoned with. The reason why this book is going to outlay it completely in the exact order Um, And for each individual to find their own trauma, find exactly what happened to them, and then unravel it. Because what we have to do, in a nutshell, is unravel the misunderstanding, misconceptions that have been in your way, which is going to free you to really be free to be you. So let me, I want to answer your question inside of that. So when we're stuck in a loop of constantly, you know, even though we know we have the potential, because that's logical, right? We know we have, you know, you you are capable of doing this, but we just can't seem to feel like we can do it. What we need to do is first understand how the how life really works and then how we we work as an individual. So how life works is we've got the it all is happening from inside out reality. It's never outside in. The second thing is there's the universal law of cause and effect. So whatever we focus on just gets bigger. The next thing is the universal law of cause, um, excuse me, of the law of polarity. I want to say this one because this is going to be between the law of cause and effect and the law of polarity and understanding inside out. Everything's going to start to make sense what I'm going to tell you what to do. But how the law of polarity says, the law of polarity says that nothing in this universe exists in a half. 
everything is existing in an equal and opposite whole. What does that mean? That means for there to be an up, there's a down. For there to be an in, there's an out. For there to be lack, there's abundance. At the same moment in time, there's not a different moment in time that this exists. So for a problem to exist, the equal and opposite solution must equally exist at the same moment in time, not a different moment in time. The reason why this is really important is it helps you understand just what side of the, of the equation are you on and the bridge to getting from here to there, from the problem to the solution is always curiosity. You've mm -hmm. got to get really, really, really curious, right? Um, and kind of take on like, I don't know, which is a very humbling experience because one of the things that we said during our trauma, all of us in some way, is I'm not going to let this ha ever happen to me again. But in doing mm -hmm. so, then in order to protect ourselves, we think we have to be right. So the fear is of the fear of looking wrong which means we don't ever want to let our guard down, but the way to actually see the way to how to get everything we want is we have to let our guard down in the sense that we got to get really curious, mm -hmm. like, wow, well, if there is a solution to this and I could totally make this money and this was totally possible, how would it be possible? And just in opening up and asking the question, here comes the most beautiful thing that everybody has access to that mm -hmm. we just didn't know we have access to is the receiving of the answer that we're looking for. Because allowance, mm -hmm. it's we don't get what we want by force. Right. We actually get what we want by leveraging the universal law of cause and effect by by allowing so allowance is not passive acceptance allowance is more about recognizing that there is a higher source a power a love that knows more knows better right that you are all a part of that you can just tap into by opening yourself up to that question right and inside of that what it will do when we do that is it literally will allow the download, like you'll get an intuitive hit of exactly what it is that needs to happen. Um, you will see the way will be given to you inside of that. So nothing is happening by accident. Everything, there's a bigger play going on. So allowance, I just wanna say another thing about allowance because they often misunderstand when I, I don't, I want them to have the full experience of what this feels like. Allowance does not mean tolerate. So allowance is not a passive, but it's um, or inactive, but it's a it's more about actively choosing to flow with life by looking at all events as neutral. Hmm. When we when we can look at something as completely neutrality, right? Then and curiosity, and we bring that curiosity and innocence to looking at it, then obstacles don't appear. There's nothing that stops us. And instead we will see the stepping stones. Mm. Oh, this is what feels right to the next step. And then that next step, right? So that's how it really works is inside of your own, using your own guidance system by opening yourself up to that. Does that make sense, Michael? 
You know, it really does actually. Mm. And it, um, I love the way, obviously I'm taking lots of notes, but yeah. you know, I love, I just want to call it the last thing you said again, if you look at all events, it's completely neutral and with curiosity, yes. then the obstacles yes. don't appear. They just yeah. show up like stepping stones. Yeah. And- no, there's nothing there, right? Can you feel that energetically, which is most importantly that at an energy level, because you can't hold on because everything's happening energetically. The universal law of cause and effect is happening energetically, right? So you, you can't, all fear is a form of attachment. Can you feel that? It's like, I have to control this thing yeah. that I want to control. Well, as soon as you do that, feel the energy. It's one of tightening and not allowing. There's no flow in that energy, right? Which becomes all about like this constricted, which then by universal law of cause and effect, you just get more control and more things that are constricted. Things don't work. (laughs) I hate that, but they don't. They've happened to all of us, right? And then as soon as we recognize, oh yeah, like this is, I'm, this is all constricted. We have, we can start to feel the energy of flow and ease Mm -hmm. and leverage, right? The misunderstanding people have that it is one of the biggest misunderstandings. There's a lot of them, but there's this one in particular is we've been sold a bag of tricks that all to be successful in life, you have to work really hard. Right. Yet how many people do we all know that work two and three jobs and are not successful or happy? Like, or happy, but, but not definitely not successful. Right. And right. so if it's not about working hard what do these few people know that are like, what are the one percenters know that the majority doesn't know? And I'm going to tell you the answer. We use leverage. We use energy. We actually don't try to do it all ourselves. We actually, you know, really believe in um, like the energy of allowing it to happen. We set the intention. So here's the key, right? Is inside of this is We hold the end in mind. We hold the intention of what it is that the result that we want. We then consciously accept, right? Responsibility, meaning not you better be responsible, but meaning that we have the ability, we have the power to respond, live intentionally, Mm -hmm. and then actively and deliberately, right? We're going to clear anything that's in the way of that intention then apply you know what would work inside of holding the end in mind in the solution take consistent actions consistently from that feeling place of alignment mm-hmm. and then we are going to have new experiences mm-hmm. and those new experiences are going to give us new results right because we go all in on that we're going to go all in on it so the real it's not knowledge that gives us the results it's not education that gives us the results. It's having new experiences that give us those new results, which will change yeah. our life. Which is really interesting. Um, and again, I know a lot of, I, as, as I have guests, I'm always thinking about how this plays out in my world and my business, but this yes. is so perfectly timed because last week on Thursday, yes. I had a disappointing meeting for a training um gig that I was, I was really hopeful that it was going to come through. Um, and you know, I mean, things have changed prior to pandemic. I 90% of my 95% of my business income came from those kinds of speaking and training opportunities. So we've had to really adjust, but I've been seeing things come back and I've been very excited and I was very excited about this one opportunity and it didn't, 
it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it's actually partly my fault because I, I asked them, I told them that, that I think some of the things they were looking for, they weren't really sure that that's what they wanted yet. So I pr- probably took myself out of the equation. So I should, you know, mm-hmm. actually probably be proud of myself for doing that. But yeah. I had this real an, um, emotional response to it about two hours later, mm-hmm. you know, like it was yeah. done. Then I had yes. other calls. So, you know, you're like going, then you're like, yes. you know, I texted my husband. I'm like, well, I don't think that's going to go. And then boom, it was like this emotional tidal wave that turned into, I'm never going to get a speaking and training gig again. I mean, like, I know this thing. I've got got 17 things in motion right now. But you know, this this whole thing that all of a sudden just felt like this weight. And I really tried to, to, you know, kind of uh, go through that for about, you know, 24 hours. It was like this sense of grieving. Yes. But then I went into this week, which is my whole podcast taping week, where I tape a month's worth in in one week. And every hour I've got somebody new that we're, we're dealing with new ideas. I'm making new connections. Mm. So Mm. it's like every hour, my brain like opens up a little more. My thoughts become a little clearer. Yes. Yes. And so by the end of yesterday, you know, I had another solution to something that I hadn't even thought it was really a problem, but I was like, oh my God, here's the answer to that problem. I've been ruminating over for three months. Yes. and that's when, when you open up to those new pathways. That's it. That's it. And you can give into them. They can help Absolutely. you move forward. Absolutely. Because that's what I mean by once the mind decides it has a problem, it will go to prove itself right. It protects yeah. the problem. So we have to, the answer is we have to do the complete opposite, which is why success is counterintuitive. I always tell yeah. people this success is counterintuitive. Instead of like going to protect the problem, you have to get more vulnerable. You have to come. Mm from you don't know right Mm -hmm. like I have no idea but if this can happen how is it going to happen if people realize inside of like how I create you know how I'm doing everything I'm trusting everything like I hold the intention of exactly the end in mind that I want but I am completely flexible on the delivery I don't let go of the end so when I say I go all in I really go all in I do Mm -hmm. not look back ever so mm-hmm. once I'm, I'm in the end, I'm already in the end before the end has happened. It's already mm-hmm. done. And then I'm just really like trusting in what lights up to that end. Because as you feel this, guys, like w- you have within you your own GPS. You yeah. have your own GPS. Like feel this, right? So another way of saying it is um, when we aim at nothing, we always get it every time. But if we <laughs> aim, right? If we don't know what we're aiming at, we never get there. But if, right. but think about this, if you have your own built-in GPS, meaning you have an imagination, nobody taught you how to imagine. You didn't have to go to imagination school. You were born with that. And then you yeah. were born with feelings. Nobody had to teach you how to feel. You didn't have to go to feeling school. So now you've got the imagination where you can hold the intention and see the end result you want. Then you were, you were born with feelings, which will tell you at every moment whether the thought you are thinking is in alignment with what you want or out of alignment from what you want. And so that you can then go, oh, no, that doesn't feel so good. I think I'll let that thought go. Let me get back into what thought feels better. And then you hold that feeling place. This is very important because everything's responding by energy. You hold the feeling place of exactly what that would feel like to already have that while you're open to anything that'll make it easier to get there. 
Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't hold on to, it's, uh, I'm go, it's going to be only me that says that this is the, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I just know that if I trust inside of these universal unseen forces, right? Yes. When we can trust in gravity, nobody doubts gravity, right? But you can't see it. Yeah. Right. Nobody doubts it, but nobody can see it. So when you believe, when you start to trust in these unforeseen laws, which are so freaking powerful that you have access to 24 seven, they never sleep. They don't ask for extra pay and they're never taking six days. You all have access to them. I have the access to the same 24 seven laws. And the fact that when you claim that, when you own that power, which is really your God given right, everything gets easier everything gets easier. Everything gets easier. Everything gets easier. So one of my favorite things that I would say to myself, I mean, now it just is so normal, but before when I went from surviving life to thriving life, um, one of the things that I bridged myself into the other end is I would say thing, I would say this over and over until I felt it. It was all about the feeling, but I would say, everything is working out for me, even when I don't know how everything is working out for me, even when I don't know how. Everything is working out for me. And the reason that works on a whole neuroscience level is um, is because energetically, I believed in my capability, but logically, I could let go of my mind. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to know how it was going to work out, which is what stops every single human being, because they don't want us, they, they don't want to make a decision because they're afraid that they're going to be wrong. So they yeah. don't know how it's going to happen first. So they hold on to needing to know the how, and they never take the first step. So when you say everything is working out for me, even when I don't know how it's, a, it's it allows me to let go of my mind hold the feeling place, which is really the most important part, and then expect the answers, expect the answers. I trust it. I trust it. You give your mind permission to not have to control it. And that is the difference between force versus real power. Yeah. So real power has nothing to do with control. Yeah. So I always say to my clients, you have all the power, none of the control. Yeah. That's very true. And I am a person who likes to control a lot. We we all became control freaks from our original trauma. (laughs) You got to be forgiving because you, every single person has had an original trauma. I had this one guy came to me real, um, I'll tell you real quick is he was like, he showed up on my call and he said, I went to a hypnotist because I don't think I have a trauma, but I went to a hypnotist because I was so afraid I was going to get on your call and you're not, you know, I I wouldn't be able to tell you what my trauma is. And I said, oh, I would have saved you the money. I can find you. I can find it in my sleep. Like it takes me a few seconds to find somebody's trauma. And I said, um, I said, so I said, let me show you yours. I'll take you back and we'll find it. It wasn't the one the hypnotist found, which is always the, the case. If I told you, even people who've done years of therapy, they never have the right trauma. Yeah. Um, but his was just to give you an example, because even people who are like, I had a great childhood. I don't mm-hmm. think that, you know, I, there's nothing, I don't have a trauma. Let me just tell you this. <laughs> his was so, because let me explain what a trauma is. A trauma is, so a child grows by an emotional bond of trust. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is how, uh, how it really works not what people think it works. So a a child grows by an emotional bond of trust, right? And so as they're growing, that, that, 
that whole tr self-trust is built and fostered by this bond of feeling connected to everything and everyone. And we trusted ourselves, we trusted others, and we trusted life. When that emotional bond got broken, right? But let me back up a second. That emotional trust is what allows us to take risks, be vulnerable, rely on others, ask for help in order to explore our world. When our self-trust, like our self-trust is what has us believe we are capable, even when we don't know how. In other words, it's our self-trust that allows us to have no doubt. Mm -hmm. So what happens to us is when that emotional bond of trust gets broken, we experience an emotional trauma. And so that's what an emotional trauma is, where we pulled back inside of ourselves. We separated from the wholeness to the self-trust, to believing that we were capable and really went into thinking that there's something wrong with us, causing us to doubt ourselves, question our very existence, right? Like thinking we must be flawed in some way because we broke our own self-trust. Mm -hmm. And so then we broke trust with others and the world. And so mm. what happened was at that moment that that happened, our authentic self ceased to exist psychologically. And we became a way to survive our life. And that was the day we created our ego, right? And so thereby that point where that idea got instilled, we made that decision and it became an imperception of reality. So then what happened to this little boy, this guy who, when I got him, um, you know, he would make money and lose money, make money and lose money. So he could never really build wealth. Mm -hmm. And so I took him back and his trauma was when he was four years old, he had come home from preschool and he was like, daddy, 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 look, I colored inside the lines. And his dad looked at the piece of paper and said, huh, well, I guess you don't have much of an imagination. <gasps> now that's all he said to the little boy. He didn't, let's just be straight, Michael. He didn't beat him. Nope. He didn't like abuse him. He, there was no physical, there was no mental abuse. There was a, yeah. he, like he said, I grew up in a great household. My dad was a loving man. Yes, yeah. he was. But in that moment, the little boy yeah. who didn't even know what an imagination was, took it literal and thought like there was a part of him that was missing, oh. which all children do at that age. Oh. And so his whole life, he became a person, he thought, wow, I must be a disappointment. So his whole life, he was trying to prove he was good enough, right? Like if I just do this, then I'll be good enough, right? And so he would make money and lose money because he always would return back to being a disappointment. Because mm -hmm. when that emotion stays in the trauma, every time we prove ourselves right, even when we're wrong. So we had yeah. to heal that inside of that man and completely freed him. And now he freaking crushed it. He Because he was freed of that emotionally, he ended up investing in Bitcoin and he made so much money <laughs> because he saw the opportunity, right? When you don't have that running, you no longer um, are afraid of any kind of attachment because that's the yeah. emotion is gone that's stopping you. So, oh. Gosh, Mia, we could do this forever because I, I could uh, have you psychoanalyze me until kingdom come. <laughs> I, I've been trying to dive into what my trauma is. I think maybe I might have found it. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, such great information. And I know we're going to have all your contact information on the show notes, sure. but just in case somebody is listening right now and they're like, I need to find this woman because she is the key to my success. What's oh. the easiest way for them to find you? 
Um, you can email me directly. I'm the one that answers all my own emails. My team doesn't. It's Mia at MiaHewitt.com. And Hewitt is spelled H-E-W-E-T-T. Um, so it's E-T-T, not I-T-T, E-T-T.com. And also you can just pick up my, like download my free book. It's all, all you have to do is go to MiaMeantForMoreBook.com. And then you're going to enter a password because it is, this is the only place it's free. Um, you just want to put in all one word, free book, capital F. R-E-E -E book, right? Free book, all one word, and just get the, the book for free. Um, oh. It will really, really help them unravel no matter what trauma they've had. It's a journey that the book takes you on where you, I'm like, it's, it's my higher self coaching my younger self. So I call my younger self Sue just to, so that the reader doesn't get lost in it. <laughs> Excellent. Mm -hmm. So before we go, Mia, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Mm. That's such a great question, right? Um, depending on where they are. I think the biggest thing that I would want anyone to say to me, if I could pick one, um, is the more you let one single belief define who you are, then the less capable you are when you have to adapt Mm. to the environment around you. So when you can really let go of single belief, it allow that flexibility, who you need to be in any situation, any environment, with any person, being free to be you. Yeah. And the more you can take down that first limiting belief, then maybe you can start to uh, pull others out as you go along and you gain success in that first one. Absolutely. It's like a domino effect. When we hit the first one, it literally starts to unravel the whole the attachment of all the rest. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Mia, thank you so much yeah. for sharing everything you have today. It's been incredibly powerful. I've taken five pages of notes. Oh. I'll be downloading your book. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Awesome. So happy. And thank it you is so much. Thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure being connected with you. Thank you. Same here, Michael. Same here. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources, to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.